Do you find yourself wondering who you are? Why are you here? Do you feel out of place? Like something inside you knows a secret? Want to tap into a power source beyond your wildest dreams? How is this possible? Well, join me every other week as we learn to be infinite AF. What the patient encounters in a neurotic disassociation is a strange, unrecognized part of his personality, which seeks to compel his recognition in exactly the same way that any other part of his body, if obstinately denied, would insist on its presence. Carl Jung. Well, welcome, welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining me today on another great episode as Infinite AF. I am so excited to get started today and just talk to you guys about something that's been on my mind, something that I've been going through, something that definitely has had me in thought quite a bit here. Um, But before we get started that, I just want to do a little housekeeping and let you know that I am on all of your platforms. And so you can check me out on Instagram, you can check me out on Twitter, you can check me out on Facebook and on TikTok. Go ahead and give a like and a follow to those so that way you can keep up with all the latest of what's going on over here at Infinite AF. Always looking for um, anyone to come on the show. I'm looking for guests. If you have any uh, wisdom, knowledge, experiences that you would like to share, please do let me know. Send me a DM and I will get you up on here and uh, we'll talk together as we all learn to be infinite as you know what. (laughs) Well, all right. So today I want to talk about fear. Oh man, and anxiety. Oh man, like those those assholes, right? Like seriously, (laughs) It is just insane how many of us are trapped in the fear and anxieties of our mind. And really, that's where they live. That's where they exist, inside the mind, right? We are, I don't know if you're like me, I don't know, sometimes we can get in our heads and we spin around in there and we think things and we envision things and we play out things. And before you know it, hours have passed and it's exhausting, right? Like you're physically fucking exhausted and you haven't even done anything or went anywhere you've just been laying in your bed or sitting in your tub or laying on your porch and you've just been lost in thought you've just thought about these things and all of these complex intricate things of life that aren't even existing like in reality they're existing in your mind right um they haven't come to pass they may never come to pass but you're there and now you're tired and now life is exhausting and You know, that happened to me this past week. I was thinking about a bunch of things and I was just like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired all the time. I'm really tired. And then I started to like pause for a moment and I'm like, what did I do today? Like, why am I so tired? Like, check my Fitbit. I got seven hours of sleep. So, I mean, and that's for me, that's freaking good. Um, I'm like, huh. Why am I, why do I feel like a truck has just hit me? Like, what is going on with me? And so I started to think about it and I'm like, well, you know, I've been thinking about all these different things a lot lately here. And I've been wondering about this, wondering about that, stressed about this a little bit, stressed about that. I started to realize like, I really haven't done much. I mean, I put away a load of laundry, but it wasn't like, (laughs) 
you know, I wasn't like building, you know, some house or something. And so I was like, why am I so tired? So I started to realize, you know, it's because of my thoughts. My thoughts were making me exhausted. Um, all the scenarios, all the uh, imagery, all of the fret and anxiety was what was weakening me. Um, and so I thought, you know, this is crap. Like, what in the heck? Why would I ever do Like, why did I get caught in that? And I did. I was just caught in there. You know how much more energy and how much more vitality we would have in life if we got out of our heads, got out of our fear and got out of our anxiety and did not live there and did not attach to it and hang out with it and like chill with it every day, we would be amazingly refreshed. We would be light and airy and happy and, and, and clear. And I mean, like you could breathe and not so weighted down. Um, so that's what I want to talk about today is, is how, how do we do this? How do we get out of that fear and that anxiety? How do we free ourselves from that pressure, you know? And so, you know, a couple of things that came to mind is like Ram Dass, I was listening to him. He was talking about the deepest sense of fear that we have is, is when we realize our separateness, like when we identify with our separateness, actually. So the deepest fear is the sense of separateness, according to Ram Dass. That's the root. The root is we focus on our separateness. We focus and we identify with our separateness. I am, I am mom. Let's say if I, I focused on I am mom and I identified with that separateness. Well, then what do we do? Well, what does mom look like? What does mom talk like? What does mom do and how does she raise her kids and where is she in life? And if, and then I measure up and if I don't measure up to that, holy shit, I'm now stressed and anxious about I'm doing it wrong. Like I'm totally doing it wrong. And so I'm identifying with my separateness in some kind of way. And that is pulling me into the direction of anxiety versus identifying with our unity as we are one, identifying the fact that we are the universe in motion, that we are constantly growing and we are this huge, big, wonderful, beautiful, excellent, every other word that you can come up with. (laughs) This universe, this entity, this energy. So instead of identifying with our separateness and connecting there, we could focus on the connectedness. So you shift your focus. You don't push away your fear though. Um, and that is that is the other thing. Like um, a lot of times we think, oh, well, we can't be anxious or we can't be fearful. Um, so that means we have to just be brave and happy with every situation and every scenario that goes about. And that's that's not exactly what we're saying here or Ramdas is saying or I'm saying or I, I believe. I do think that we need to acknowledge it, right? Just like anger, right? For instance, uh, the lesson about anger is, you know, you have anger, you acknowledge your anger, but you don't act out about it, right? So it's okay to be upset about something, but it's not okay to punch somebody in the face, right? <laughs> so I believe it's the same thing. It's like anger, but it's it's this fear and anxiety and it comes about and it's in your head and you start thinking all these crazy thoughts. And then what we should do perhaps is acknowledge it as to give it some space to allow it to exist, but without acting, without being so paralyzed or without drinking it away or sleeping it away or eating it away, um, but just giving 
the acknowledgement um, that we know it's there. Like, I see you. I got you. Like, you're there. I, I see you. I see you fear. I see you anxiety. I'm walking anyway. Um, and that's what, what Carl Jung was saying as far as having this strange, unrecognized part that comes about in your personality. It wants recognition, you know? And if we don't give it that space, it's going to manifest itself in, and it's going to make itself heard and its presence will still continue to be there if denied. And how did that happen? So now we're talking about body and your anatomy and like what's going on inside our body, our brain, when we do go under fear and anxiety. So then you have this thing in our brains called the amygdala. Wonderful little amygdala is going to save your life from a bear. Wonderful little amygdala is going to save your life from possibly a car that ran a red light. However, your amygdala also can dick you over by <laughs> interpreting your stress as real threat and danger. Um, and we do that because we convince ourselves that there's a real threat and danger if I don't live up to the next door neighbor and all of the Joneses and what they got and what they, you know, just did and where they traveled and all of that, right? So we say that's a real threat to us because what, what does that mean about us? We're not going to be successful. We're not going to, our kids aren't going to be great. I'm, I'm going to be whatever. And you start putting all these stories, right? So you are stressing and you're in, maybe there's no bear there, but your amygdala is telling your body that, that we've got fear here. We've got stress. So what's happening to the body when we stress? What's happened to the body when we have fear? Why did it take me out and make me feel so fucking exhausted like a truck just hit me? Well, here's what happened. Your stress hormones start to release. Your pupils dilate. Your bronchi dilates. You start breathing faster. Your heart and blood pressure rise. And then organs that are not vital to your survival start to slow down isn't that crazy like for us women that's super crazy because that's how we gain the weight that's how we gain the weight and it's always going to be around the waist and that's because of the stress because our organs are shutting down they're not processing things the proper way and and we're talking about going to the bathroom it's just not happening <laughs> and so that is where you know we're messing our bodies up why we're having this fear and this anxiety and this stress in our minds about situations that don't exist right there's a sense of doom that comes about panic attacks, headaches, irritability. You're going to have breathing problems. Again, that upset stomach, loss of libido, like anxiety can decrease your sexual desire. That in itself alone should wake you the hell up right now. <laughs> you should be like, oh man, no thank you. And then of course, you know, depression comes about other things that can happen to the body. You can have muscle aches. And that right there, oh my gosh, that is an interesting one. And I'll get back to that right now. But increase in blood pressure and extreme fatigue. These are all things that are going to happen to your body when you're under stress or anxiety, just in the brain, just going over the what ifs and the should ifs and the could ifs. Really, that would explain why we feel so exhausted when we're stressed, why we feel so tired when we're, we're just in our mind. We're just sitting on a sofa. We're just sitting on a balcony. We're just taking a long bath and all of a sudden we're just exhausted because the body is going through this trauma that we're putting it through because of our thoughts. So the muscle aches and the pains of your body, right? That can be felt. Unexplained muscle aches and pains. I'm not talking about like you stub your toe or you went to the gym and you like really pounded it out and you're sore. I'm talking about unexplained ailment. Like, 
like unexplained soreness, unexplained rash. I'm talking about, oh my word, all of this has happened to me. I'm going to tell you, like I, you know, a few months back, um, I was dating somebody. Um, it was, I mean, somebody I really genuinely cared about, but it wasn't a great situation. It was a long distance. And anyway, I had these... I had these worries about everything. I had these concerns about everything and I just didn't know how to bring them about. It wasn't a safe place to communicate. Um, I felt scared because, you know, if I say these things, I may lose this person or whatever. I just felt, I was unsure. I was unsure about my thoughts. Um, And so anyway, I went back and forth in my head with these thoughts of this relationship, this long distance. Do I want it? Do I, is it serving me right? Is this really what's meant for me? Uh, You know, was I impulsive? Like, I don't know. And they circulated for so long and they stayed in me for so long and they just would pop in all day long, all day long. Next thing I know, like the craziest thing is I ended up having a rash, like all over my body, all over my body for no apparent reason. I had a rash and it was really it was really disturbing and I ended up going to the doctor and everything and he was just like it, it you know it looks fine it could be a heat rash could be stress and I was like stressed and he's like you've been anxious about anything um, and I realized you know that was it like there's no way that my body was telling me like Carl Jung says it will find a way if you deny it it's space and I didn't let it out I just contained it I didn't tell anybody it was just like so I had to talk through it and I had to work through that and that happened to me several other times another time was uh I was in this other relationship all of them happen to have a relationship maybe the key is to get rid of relationships <laughs> um, no but seriously I was in this other relationship and there were some things that I needed to address in the relationship and I didn't know how to bring about it um and one morning I just woke up with a very very stiff neck and it was so insane like I couldn't turn my my head to the right and I was very like taken back by it because I was like I haven't I slept perfectly like there was nothing I didn't damage it I wasn't doing any like crazy yoga inversions or anything like that like what happened for three days my neck was stiff and I couldn't move it and I talked to a friend of mine and she's really big on all this and um she was just like you know what like has there been anything that you know that is coming up for you like when you think about maybe some anxiety or stress and sure enough I was like oh this thing that I you know wanted to bring about to in this relationship but I didn't know how to bring about and anyway I ended up talking to the guy that I was dating and I was like hey you know there's something I I want to address here and um it's very difficult for me so please be patient blah 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 and I came out with it and we discussed it and I got through that and the very next day the neck was I mean it was almost completely gone you know it was a little tenderness and then by day two it was completely gone and I hadn't done anything no massaging no ibuprofen no nothing like that I just literally allowed for that fear that anxiety to be released to be present to have validation uh that it existed was it you know a real thing that I needed to be afraid about no but I I acknowledge it and I was like you're here it's here you have a presence and you you want to be seen, you want to be heard, you want to be acknowledged. And that's what the body does. You know, I mean, when you have a fever, what is your fever telling you? Your fever isn't there to harm you. Your fever is there. It is an indicator 
that there's something else going wrong in the body that you need to consider. I'm telling you what, these spacesuits that we're wearing, they're pretty damn amazing, even though I complain about mine all the time. <laughs> it's pretty awesome to be able to have those indicators. And so, you know, a lot of times we miss this though. A lot of times we miss this because we think, no, this is real. This is a real fear. This is a real anxiety. This is something that really is just overtaking my everything. Um, a lot of us can drown in that uh you know and so Karyong always talks about too regarding anxiety particularly social anxiety as like a positive attempt by the psyche to self-cure like it's a signal that an aspect of our character wants to grow or mature so I really truly believe that like I believe growth is in the thick of it it's right when there's tough things going on anxieties and fears are indicators that there's something here there's something that wants to develop there's something that wants to grow you know whether it's you know uh, i don't know risk taking or you know uh leaving a job and and you're just you're having these fears and anxieties and it's like it wants to grow a part of you that sets boundaries maybe that says this is not okay for me and it's okay for me to say that you know anxiety can contain a lesson and a purpose which can't be found anywhere else there's not going to be a little memo when you wake up up that's sitting on your nightstand saying oh and by the way I thought we should work on our boundaries today <laughs> like um you know so there's opportunity to be held there to get to know ourselves and to get to know your potential okay so we can't just withdraw from this uh it's great for us to ask ourselves questions like why am I feeling this what's going on what am I thinking it's great for us to acknowledge acknowledge that fear is there acknowledge that anxiety is there because man if we don't give it its space it's gonna come out it's gonna come out in another way it's gonna come out in upset stomach <laughs> it's gonna come out in high blood pressure you're gonna be exhausted and so we you know giving it the respect of having its own space but not identifying with it working on looking into our connectedness instead saying yes you know I get fear and anxiety you're sitting there you're there there's no big deal like I understand this is a, a fear of mine this is anxiety and it's exhausting and it's wearing me down so instead I'm going to give you your space here's your space if there's something that I need to do or grow you know please notify me otherwise I'm going to be over here focusing on my connected connectedness to all that I am all the universe holds for me everything that exists out there that is a part of me I am going to be watching that and loving that and being involved in that and fear or anxiety when you're ready to present your case to me go ahead and let me know what it is so that I can grow so that I can be prepared to you know venture in and through that and maybe maybe that helps us be less exhausted and not wake up feeling like a truck hit us <laughs> You know, and why are we fretting anyway? Why? Why would we fret anyway? Because we literally, literally like own this shit. Like this whole everything. Everything that you see is all you, all for you, all in favor of you. 
It's all it's all yours. It's all mine. It's all ours. We're all in this together. And and everything we do is just like one big movie, one big universal right now happening. And I mean, literally the way I see it, and this is the only best way I can ever put it that is so simple. We can't lose no matter what we do. We gain all the time, always in our sleep, in our wake, in our consciousness, in our unconsciousness, we win. We're on top. We are the big gainers of all things. So that's the amazing thing. You know, and it's hard to remember that all the time. I know, I know, it's really hard. So what can we do to remind ourselves of these things? How can we help ourselves through the times where we are we are just, our ass is just kicked with fear and anxiety? How can we help that? So I I jotted down three different things that I feel helps me. And I remind myself all the time too, because sometimes I'm a jerk and I just like run with it and I hold fear and anxiety's hand and we just like, you know, tiptoe off into the dark. And then next thing I know, I emerge three days later with the biggest fucking hangover. And (laughs) I feel like a truck has hit me. And I'm like, why, why, why did I do this? Like where, what, I haven't even accomplished anything physical (laughs) this week. (laughs) Like, I'm tired. So here we are. Three things you can do to help yourself ease through because we're not going to avoid. We're going to ease through and the fears and anxieties that burden our mind and our bodies. So here we are. Number one, be present in the now, not in anxiety for the future. Be present in the moment of now. Right now is all that exists. The future now doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. The future actually never exists because it's always now, right? Even when we get there, then it'll be now. So it's always now. So instead of in our minds, not living in the present, we're trying to live in some non-existent future. Or sometimes we're living in some non-existent past because that doesn't exist anymore either. So live in the the now, the the big now. Let's live in that, okay? So that's number one, trying to be more present, being more present in what's actually happening in that moment. Number two, acknowledge your fear. Give it space. Give it space to be observed. Give it space. Give it acknowledgement. Validate it. Yes, I understand. I am afraid. I am anxious. This is not abnormal. I don't have to attach to it. And so allow it to, to have a platform for a moment. Otherwise, again, it comes out in, in various points of our bodies and various uh, things happen to our entire organs that is something very unwanted, right? It's very unpleasant. Number three, find out what our discomfort is and what it's asking of us. Where is it showing us that we need to grow? What are we needing to address here? You know, recently I had some issues with communication, which is, I know I'm a podcast host, <laughs> like I, but I did. I I had these issues, and and I had no idea. I honestly didn't even know that I had this thing going on where I learned that I avoid bringing things up that I feel may uh make someone else sad. You know, even if it's something that discomforts me. So let's say you come over to my house and you use my toothbrush and that really bothers me. (laughs) 
And let's say I don't tell you because I'm like, you know what? I don't want them to feel bad, you know? So it's a little bit of the fawning or something going on there, but I hold it inside and I don't bring it to the surface. Well, that anxiety of that or that that just moment makes me, you know, retain that if I don't speak out. And when I retain it, it just starts to pile up. So maybe that's one thing. Maybe another person comes over and, you know, they put their muddy shoes on the, the floor and I'm like, mm, but I don't say anything. And before you know it, I've got all of these little things that are attacking my body, that are this anxiety, this fear. Uh, and I'm not fearful for me, but I'm fearful for them. And so I create this whole delusional thing in my head that then later on makes me sick. I'm tired or I'm I'm it's such an, an avoidance that like my voice is, is vanishing and I'm feeling depressed and I'm feeling fatigue and those are the crazy things that happen to our body and I had no idea that I had even that problem and I talked through it and I said you know what I, I've got to understand what's going on here and I told a couple friends about it and we had this you know great awakening where I was like you know I don't bring these things up but they do bother me and I don't know why I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to communicate because if I communicate and it hurts someone's feeling, I don't want to see them hurt because I'll feel hurt. And I mean, this whole scenario. Um, so I've been working on that lately. I've been working on bringing these things to the surface and creating a boundary. And oh man, this is so great. One of my friends, she just, uh, she's been on the show before, Crystal Flowers, and she said something amazing that just kind of stuck with me. It resonated with me and uh, I'll share it with you. But when I was telling her, I was like, well, I don't want, you know, so-and-so to feel bad. And she said, Amber, you know, people are allowed to have their own feelings too. They're allowed to experience their feelings. Like I was literally shielding people from experiencing maybe, maybe embarrassment, maybe sadness, maybe hurt. I don't know. But what's wrong with all those things? What's wrong with experiencing those? That's what makes life uh, life. And that's what makes us grow It's the contrast right? The contrast of things. I can't put people in bubbles and hope that they never ever have like a sad day, a bad day, a hurt day. I mean, come on. And that just made me like wake up and say, you know what? That is right. These, I am, I am in at least my little part, my little half of, of their little world of, of our little part of the story. I was feeling like I can't allow them to feel this way. I can't allow them to feel hurt or sad or lonely or this or that or embarrassed. And who am I to stop that? That's crazy. So this is a constant learning. You see, I'm with you. I'm right here with you. We're learning together. This is not something I've perfected. This is definitely something that it's the awareness, the awakeness, the, the, the coming into the consciousness and the here and the now together and learning these things, these things that are just going to amplify and bring us into that, that present moment where we can finally feel the connectedness without the fear, without the anxiety. Yeah, they're there. They're next to us. They're, they're riding shotgun, but holy shit, we're still going through it because it's amazing. Because why? Because we cannot lose. This, all of this is for us. Everything here, we created it, we're living in it, and we love it. We just forgot. <laughs> but I'm here to remind you, and we're here together so that we don't have a loss of libido by being stressed out. <laughs> Because let me tell you what, we would all be way, way, way more miserable <laughs> if we if we lost that entirely, right? <laughs> 
Well, I hope you guys got something out of this podcast. I am so glad that you're here. And thank you, thank you so much for sharing this space with me, this time with me. If you want to go ahead and share this to someone who you feel might help uh, and benefit from it, then please do. I always love to share the light. I love you guys. And I hope you have the rest of whatever you're doing in your present moment. Just wonderful, just wonderful. All right, well, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week on Infinite AF. Thank you.